amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Lisa likes the window seat at night, the lights below that tell her she's nearly home. Then there's the lights she can't see, the runway lights we power to bring her plane safely into land. And because at Energia we also power all of Ireland's streetlights, Lisa's taxi home is that bit safer too. And no prizes for guessing who powers her house. Welcome home, Lisa. Energia, the power behind your power. Hello, hola, bonjour. Tune in every Tuesday to the Dear God Podcast. ¿Y qué pasó? Nah, we talking like it's 1995. <laughs> Let go of that Wi-Fi. Let's laugh and cry, but never say goodbye. Hey, 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 you guys, and welcome to another show of Dear God. Are we there yet? I want to thank everybody for coming on to the podcast. I mean, I really do appreciate you, all the listens, all the saves, all the shares. I really do appreciate it. Uh, When I first started this podcast, didn't know how this is going to work out. Still don't know how it's going to work out. But they always say consistency is key. So I'm pretty proud of myself because I haven't given up one, but I'm not one to give up. It's just that uh, life gets busy and things happen and you just have to try to say, you know what, this is a part of the journey. So to me, when I first started this, if one person would have listened to the podcast, I would have been super happy and I would have called it a success because that means one person is taking some time out of their day to kind of hear what I got to say or if I'm on with someone. (laughs) So first I want to say thank you guys so much. Um, Please like and share and go ahead on Apple and iTunes. I know I'm giving you all this fun stuff before we get into just today's show or whatever the case is, but um, no, no. Go ahead and comment on Apple iTunes. Um, We had a lot of listens to it in the past couple of months, but we've got to get our comment section up, so go ahead and check that out and leave a comment if you like the show, what you want to see, what you don't. If you don't like the show, just put it on there. Um, you know, it's funny having a podcast, you really don't know what to expect. I mean, with YouTube, I kind of don't have any expectations at all because I'm just putting content out there. And honestly, I'm not trying to monetize it. I'm not trying to, um, I don't know. I'm not trying to really like, I don't have any goals with it yet. I just think that content, just putting good content or just content out there to kind of see what you guys like or not even that it's more about what I want to talk about and the whole movement with dear God are we there yet and the different facets of dear God are we there yet so yeah that's that so you know kind of leads into the way of the segue of what the heck is going on in my head you know like what do you have going on in your head so I don't know me I do so much reading sometimes that I kind of forget. I'm like, okay, I've read this, I read that, now what? Or like, I read this, I read that, but 
now I have that still going on in my head. And um, I wanted to like just talk to you guys up today because there's a lot of people that, and a lot of podcasts I listen to, and um, and I, you know, I hear people and like professionals and psychologists and all that fun stuff and. And I'm just like, the science behind why we are brain, why we're going on and on about certain things, why we're in our heads all the time. And I say to myself, look, the reality is that all this namaste and kumbaya, it works. It really, really works. But there is a part of us as humans that we just say to ourselves like, okay, I'm doing this today. It feels good today. I'm doing this right now. Life happens. And then I'm going to bring it back into our, my life when life kind of slows down. Isn't that the case? I mean, I don't know about you guys. I don't know if that's the case for you. But, yeah, so I don't know if that's the case for some of us, for some of you. Now, there's another part of us. And I'm saying us because, again, I listen to these podcasts. I listen to, I read. Um, I'm always, like, digging and research and just really understanding, you know, all aspects of, like, for myself, for self-growth. You know, I don't do this for anybody else or anything else. It's really for me because it makes me happy if I read something or if I can lend an ear for someone um, about something that I can relate to because I am not the best listener. I mean, I know everybody thinks like, oh, well, you have a podcast. You have this. No, I'm really not. Um, I think I am to a certain extent, but I have this little, in my mind, I have this thing where it's like, when I <laughs> I can't tolerate something or I'm just like, really, really, like in my mind, I have this conversation to myself. I'm like, really? Here we go again. It's not that I block out I, or two now. It's more like I'm not interested. Something I'm working on. I don't do it all the time or every day, but I do have that. And so like, I'm not perfect. So we have these things to ourselves. We're like, wait, why, why can't we be consistent with this? Or why can't, why do I have all these things in my mind? What people think, or what am I going to do? What they're expect of me and, and all this stuff. And it's like the only way we get out of our head, which is, you know, with these thoughts that are only going to hinder us from whatever's next. And when I say whatever's next, next can be nothing, honestly. You know, uh, you know, we, we stay in our heads all day long. We always, we're always talking about, we're thinking about what we're going to do and how we're going to do it and all that stuff. And all of us do that. There's not one of us that are not in our heads. Some of them are more, more in their heads than others. But it can be so damaging when we stay in our heads for so long that we forget what is like literally what is the sky what's in front of us what because we're so worried about what's going to happen what's not going to happen and when's going when is it going to happen and for many of you know this whole dear god are we there yet movement came from that it came from me praying and asking like are we there yet are we there yet and i joke about it now i joke about it but there was a time in my life that i literally woke up every day and i kept saying that and I laughed because I'm like, I need to be now. I need to ask now. Like, it's okay to ask a million questions about something. It's okay to be in my head. It's okay to be externally crazy like I am. But it is not okay to only stay in my head and feel like I'm answering these questions all my, by myself. And this is it. And that's it and for all. You know, and and it was um, 
I was reading something, an article the other day that the stories, the assumptions that we tell ourselves about a situation or about what someone tells us, it's, it's a, it, it derives from something deeper than just what everybody talks about fear because literally fear doesn't exist. It's, it's more about that. It's about an emotion, about something that can connect or something that can trigger <clears throat> that emotion of why that's going to happen. So let me, let me kind of make it, because I am not a psychologist, FYI, again, I am not a psychologist. I like to read things. And <clears throat> this is something that has been on my mind that I'm always in my head about certain things, not not always in my mind, like, I'm not always in my mind, like, uh, how can I say this, like, thinking things all day, every day. No, I'm always in my mind for certain things. And there's a lot of people that are there the same way, and it can hinder them from doing something. Like, they'll think about something so much, and I promise I'm going to get back to my point of the example to trigger that emotion. They want to do something so bad, but they can't, because an emotion is not letting them like something is not letting them. it's not fear like we walk around for the past I don't know how many years I've been reading things about fear and fear and fear and then we say we we read these beautiful quotes like fear doesn't exist fear less fear is just another word it doesn't mean anything right in that I, I read when I read those quotes that's the voice that I put in my head by the way so, um, fear doesn't exist. It really, really doesn't. It's everything is a, I mean, like, again, I am not a psychologist, but from what I've read to me, my perception of it is that fear really, really doesn't exist. Like it's just a word. And we put all these reactions to things with the word fear, but to me, after reading and looking, and you guys need to see this for yourself and tell me what you think. Do you think it's attacked? I mean, um, uh, it's attached to a, an emotion? Because if it isn't attached to emotion, look at your own life. Just like I look at my own life and I look at other people's lives as far as that they like motivate me and they how, where they started and how they started. People always want to say, I want to start a business, but they don't start it. Oh, because, you know, I need this, I need that, I need this, blah, blah, blah. No, boo-boo, those are excuses. You know, oh, I need this to be perfect, or this, this, or no. It's okay if something doesn't work out all the time. It's actually, you need to fail in order for you to strive and do something. You can't have everything all at once. It's not a, we don't live in a perfect world like that. When we do, let me know, because I'm going to be the first one there, okay? Because that's not how, that's not how world the world works that's not how our life and how we were even born into this universe nothing was perfect but we make excuses and we say we can't do something like open up our own business because we don't have enough money or time because that's usually that the most two things or knowledge or whatever um I've heard in these stories that like people say how they were raised and all that stuff and again this is where my I block sometimes things and I just like blurt them out and I'm just like, what's no, you can't blame everything because there's so many amazing people. And by the way, we are all amazing. We have our all amazingness to us. Okay. I just want to put that out there, but there are people that strive through 
through that from their, um, you know, from their bringing up and it's not, they don't make that the reason why they do or do not do something. You know, another, another reason is I'm not being able to find, you know, I can't find a person that connects with me or my soulmate or whatever, whatever the case is. I am no expert, but there's one thing that for the past couple of years I've learned, like way before I got married with my wife, I started making, I started to focus on me, like to another level, to another degree, meaning like whatever made me literally happy, whatever was for Alicia, whatever, whatever resonated with me, I was the center of it. And not in a self-centered, selfish kind of way, because that's not what I'm talking about. But I, I began to really understand what I lacked, what I needed, what was I, what did I need to grow? Because, you know, just like we had a psychologist on the call, I don't know, a couple weeks ago, two weeks ago, he said, whatever you put out there, that's what you're going to get. And it's, it's so true. You know, it is very, very true. And what the universe, I always say that love finds you. You don't find love because I've been in so many relationships as far as like, not so many relationships. Gosh, I got to say that I haven't been in so many, but I have been in relationships where I've learned so much from the person that I was with. And I needed that for that moment to lead me. But I also wasn't ready, you know, or mentally ready or emotionally ready. And, you know, sometimes I think it's like, well, how do you know when you're ready for something? How do you know when this emotion is triggering something? But you know yourself better than anybody, right? Don't you know yourself better than anybody in this world? Um, But then again, with knowing ourselves so much, we know what we do. We know really why we do it. That's why we can be stay in our head all day, you know? That's why we can sit there and just like wander and like, well, I'm not going to do that yet because I'm not ready for this. And then we live in a world where, you know, we're constantly criticized, not for a growing way, but for, again, judging way. You know, people judge us. I judge people. I judge, I judge myself. We, we all human beings. We all do this. We can't sit here and say we don't judge people. We don't, we don't envy people. We don't do this. No. I don't envy anybody specifically, I don't, but I know that everyone in a part of us, we are happy and we are content, but we have this little thing inside of us that we're just like, it's like we don't want to let ourselves down. So it's not about envying people or envying anything or envying or having a malicious or anything. It's ourselves because at the end of the day, we, we go to sleep with ourselves. We see ourselves in the mirror. Whatever you put out on social media, whatever, all that stuff out, that's, that's like play, play land. That's whatever people want to perceive. Whatever emotion they're going through, they're going to perceive that. They're going to be like, oh, they're going to perceive that situation or with that person. And that's why social media has, like, it is such a good thing for so many different reasons. But it's also a detriment because it's breaking up homes is um, creating animosity and a platform for people sometimes to speak bad and like criticize and judge and not say nice things. 
I've seen it all the time when I go on YouTube and I watch something of how to do something because you know YouTube University be teaching us stuff, right? So I go on there and I'm like looking on the comments and I'm like, this person is just showing how to do a pattern on a button, like something, you know, like a sewing something, you know? And I see on the comments like, oh, you need to clean your, your, your table or um, your nail color. What's the name of your nail color? And I'm, in my mind, I'm like, or, or not, not even the name of the nail color, it was something else, like something stupid. Like, um, you should, what should, I don't know, like, I don't remember what it was. You see, I try to block things out. But first of all, I was like, are we, what, am I watching a sewing tutorial for a button? Because it's like a sewing loop button, something new uh, uh, that I've done. So I kind of wanted to get a refresher on it. So, and I'm sitting here looking at the comments because I'm thinking in the comment section, they will put other examples, right? Of like, oh yeah, check out this blog. But we're sitting there doing it behind the screen, saying all these mean things. And there's nobody in this world can tell me that they don't let any of that get to them because we are all, no matter how strong we are, no matter how much self-esteem we have, it gets to us. It really gets to us. It really takes a toll on us. It really makes us put ourselves in a way that, and it's not just now because of social media or because back in the day it used to happen too. On TV, we had TRL and MTV when I was growing up and all that stuff. Um, And uh, the videos and all that stuff. I mean, every little girl had a little group. They wanted to be TLC. Oh, I'm going to be left eye. Oh, I'm going to be this. Salt and pepper. Like, these are all idols that we had at one point. And at one point, we had our insecurities of some sort. And it's now digitally, it's a, there's a widespread of this digital <laughs> platform that is easier to, um, to basically access and to see it, right? But the only way you knew is maybe if somebody said it to you or... She said, he said this, whatever. I mean, times have changed, but those emotions have not changed. Those emotions of women of color back in the days, you know, the way that their body was or the way that they wore their hair or whatever the case was, you know, and how they were um, not socially accepted in public. Those were, those were emotions as well. So it's like, We are not only stuck in our head for good things or bad things. We are stuck in our head because that is what we do as humans. We're constantly plotting certain things in our brain of trying to run a situation. Um, But then we put, in my opinion, again, in my opinion, I feel like we put this word fear in front of it as if that is the answer. No, it is not. To me, it's our emotion. It's the emotion connected to that. Something must be triggering. Again, I am not a psychologist. I'm going to keep saying that. I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a therapist. I'm not nothing. These are, this podcast is just to talk, to speak to people, to ask questions, okay? I want to know and I want to provoke your questions to ask yourself, like, is it an emotion? No, man. I'm just, I'm tired. I'm terrified of that, you know? But I'll give you an example. My wife... She'll probably hate me for saying this, but she has a, she loves to travel, but she has a little mini fear of, of, um, 
of flying, right? And I noticed, I'm like, she's not really fearful of heights per se. She's just fearful of flying. But then she was telling me, because she researches too, that, and my other friend, (laughs) Alima, she's scared of them too, right? And so, but they're not ashamed to tell people. So I guess they won't be mad I'm telling them on the podcast. But, um, so my wife researched, like, is this a thing? You know, like, are a lot of people scared of um, flights? Because she tells me, you know, she goes in the plane, she looks at people like, mm-hmm, I see you. She's like, uh-huh, they, they, they trying to act all cool and stuff, but they're terrified as heck. Um, but, so she, she was telling me all this stuff about, like, there is such a high percentage of people that actually fly. And there were not just, like, one person that flies here and there. No, there's a lot of people that fly that are really, really scared. They're, they're very frightened. There's actually um, schools or trainings to help people overcome this, you know, they say fear of flying. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, wow. Like, I'm actually really, really intrigued because I'm just saying to myself... This is deeper than just getting on an airplane. And, you know, it's the unknown. There's a trigger there. There's an emotion there. It's, it could be because, you know, maybe a, a control thing or the not known because, you know, you know, when you're in a car, if something, you could be like, okay, let me get in the wheel. I'll, I'll drive. And then you can automatically get on the wheel. Or because you don't know what the, the flight attendants are doing. I mean, there's a co- there's so many correlations of why. Um, maybe it's the pressure of the cabin that makes people feel woozy because you have to understand, like, your anatomy of your body can make you feel some type of way. Like, if you're nervous or anxious or you feel that little drop, you're like, oh, my God, I'm die, <laughs> you know? Um, so these are all real emotions And so when she was telling me this, I'm like, wow, you would never know that these people on the plane, they don't have a sign on their shirt that says, I'm a fearful of planes. Watch out for me. My point is this, and I want to leave you with this. We don't have signs on our shirts, on our faces, on our foreheads that say, I am in my head thinking about this. I'm in my head thinking about this. I don't want to do this. I want to do this. I don't blah, blah. I'm feeling this way. I'm fe- None of us have that. We don't have it. But how are we going to live our lives and still be in our head so much? Again, some of us are more in our heads than other. But I guarantee you, for a situation, you're gonna be in your head about it. Short story, I had a friend in New York who I always used to ask her like, cause I used to be in my head too about how things are gonna plan out and blah, blah, blah. Because as much as I'm a free spirit, I, and I, I do not plan certain things. I don't like planning certain things. There are certain things that I'm very much responsible of and um, that I do plan because I, that's part of me is very, very responsible. So when I was younger, of course, I was just like, whatever. <laughs> but I was still very responsible, even as a whatever. And 
so I would be in my mind about certain things, but not everything. It would be like one or two things. And I asked her, I'm like, do you ever think about like, I always asked her like, do you ever think about death? Do you ever think about, you know, like I, I was always curious about like what happens to when we die. And, you know, there's that correlation between the spiritual side and people say that we go to heaven or people say that we reincarnate and all that stuff. Well, she said to me that nothing goes through her mind. Like she's very content with her life as far as she's so happy and nothing. She doesn't have a lot of things in her mind. The only thing she has in her mind that she goes through her mind, she says, what is her bills? But she said that there's one thing that keeps her up at night and it's her mom and death. And I said, what? She says, yes. Because she really wants, she would love to know how she's going to die. She's not afraid of death, okay? She just wants to know how she's going to die. And she wants her mom to live forever. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave that with you right there. She's, she don't have other things. That are, those are her, her things. Everybody has their thing, you know? Everybody has their little conversation bubble in their head but to be truthful if we stay in our head so much and we're always thinking how things are gonna the outcome of things or how it should be or what their people saying about me or you know or like I'm an extrovert I should I should be so proud to be an extrovert right even though it's a label I don't care just found out what an extrovert was maybe a couple of years ago when I was working well, more than a couple of years ago but when I was really working in corporate America that's when they are started using the extrovert and introvert word because you're working with different types of people right never paid any mind to it but okay but we have all these things and again we don't have these shirts but the minute someone says something about us or we take it to heart and we just start playing that in our head and we have these conversations in our head. We start assuming we are natural and we are normal and we are human. That's not going to go overnight. So all I'm saying today in today's show is like, ask yourselves, why? Why are you in your head about something? You know, if you speak to somebody on the streets or your friends or your family, Remember, they don't have a shirt that says they're fearful of flying unless they physically tell you they're fearful of flying. And it's kind of like the same way we need to be conscious of how we approach and talk to people because of those sensitivities. And it's not about, oh, the world is so sensitive and the world is this. No, it's hard because we're stuck in our ways. I started this conversation with that, which which was that sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm over it, <laughs> telling me the same song. I don't need to hear it no more. I'm done. You know, I, and, and, and I'm not always a good listener. I'm really not. And I'm not always a great communicator either. As a person, as you can tell on my podcast, I'm all over the place. But my whole point is for today's show is like, literally, think about the things that you run in your head after this, after this podcast you know, the, the way that you see things and you perceive things, where is that emotion coming from? I ask myself that on a daily basis, like, where is this coming from, Alicia? Like, why are you feeling like that? Why are you taking this so, so sensitive? Why are you taking it to the another level, you know? Or why do you have to be an extremist about certain things? 
So, but that's questions for myself. And guess what? To all my listeners, there are no freaking answers. There are none. There are a whole bunch of opinions of opinions, my opinion, Psychology Today opinion, Forbes opinion, all these things are opinions. And even if you read facts of science off how the brain works, you'll still have more questions. So today, I hope you guys enjoyed the show. I hope you just got something from all my mumble and jumble. (laughs) Um, And the next time you find yourself in your head, thinking about whatever it is, just ask yourself, like, what emotion are you having at that moment? And when you meet people, know that they have things in their head. It may not be what you have, but you don't know what that is. So make sure you always spread love. Even if you have to be, give, even if it's tough love or if it's something, you know, that you don't know what you want to say, <laughs> just think about it. Always think about it because we, have all, we all have our own stuff. All right, you guys, until next time, I really appreciate you listening to my show. If you want to be on the show, email us at hello at deargodareyouthereyet.com. I have some stuff lined up soon, so I want you guys to tune in, but also check out every Tuesday, we have a YouTube channel. We're starting just add content again. I don't know what the heck I'm doing. I don't know how long that's going to be for, right? No, but um, I definitely believe in the whole Dear God, Are We There Yet movement and just asking questions and share the podcast or share the movement. If you have an idea for our show, go ahead and email us and uh, maybe we might put it on. Have a good one. Bye. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com.